my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. This week, we're talking about work and broad ways of thinking about it. Today's tip is how to leave a job in a way that leaves you best positioned for the future. Few people work at the same place for their entire careers anymore. There comes a time when most of us will need to move on for some reason or another. For a different job, to pursue a degree or start a business, for family reasons. As we've talked about in the past with this podcast, we seldom focus as much on how things will end as how they begin. But endings, done well, can create lasting positive impressions and can open up possibilities too. First, and I hope obvious, unless you're in physical danger and experiencing a real trauma at work, don't quit suddenly. Some workplaces may ask you to leave quickly once you've quit, but most managers appreciate a few weeks of support in winding things down and transferring your responsibilities. Being as helpful and cheerful as possible during this time means that people remember you well. Another one hopes obvious move, don't send a passive, aggressive, or antagonizing goodbye note. Over the years, I've become a student of goodbye emails the genre of literature people send out to their colleagues on their last days with their new contact information. These notes have a very limited purpose. To inform anyone you work with tangentially that you're going, to share your next steps if you'd like, and to tell people how to reach you. Acceptable variations include thanking people you've worked with or maybe sharing one positive anecdote about your time at the company that you'll always remember fondly. Do not use these notes to get a grievance off your chest. Do not use these notes to complain in any way about the situation. Do not inform your former colleagues that you, unlike them, finally have your priorities straight, or that you are making a move you should have made a long time ago, or anything along those lines. Here's why. Many companies are like revolving doors these days. Perhaps in some point in your new role, you'd like to recruit former colleagues to come work with you. They'll be more excited about the possibility if you didn't insult them on the way out the door. Or maybe the leader of your old organization will retire, and someone new and wonderful will come in. Don't completely write off the idea that you might like to work there again. You don't want to be remembered as the, can you believe this email, guy. It's also possible that your former colleagues will start companies or be hired into amazing roles elsewhere. It's wonderful to have people all over your industry with fond memories of you. You can make this happen by leaving in a professional and positive way. 
You can also cement these feelings by continuing to reach out to people, just as someone who's interested in their lives. Why not send holiday cards, presents for new babies, and congratulatory notes when you read about something cool that they've done? Ending well means these relationships survive. And since life is more than work, that's a good thing. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.